0: what is up bros welcome to the all bros podcast i am jonathan and i'm caleb and we're a couple of bros on a mission to give you guys the most detailed movie reviews out there with as little bias as possible welcome to the all bros uh this week on the podcast uh for 4k spotlight we got honestly one of my favorite movies from the year to talk about um I feel uh, after this episode, Caleb's going to have some thoughts against me with uh, what I think about this movie compared to the movie that we're reviewing this episode, but we'll uh, uh, save dude. that for later. Fight, fights will be started. <laughs> yeah. yes, yes, they will. Um, <laughs> uh, hello, Sam. Thank you for joining.
1: Um, I know, he was freaking Johnny on the spot with that.
0: Yeah, like, damn. That's why he's <laughs> our number one fan, man. He's our number one fan. <laughs>
1: He's got those that uh,
0: notification set. He does. <laughs> I love it. Uh, so after that, uh, we actually do have something to talk about with Through the Wall. Um, some really sad news. Um, so, you know, if you see either of us cry, um, don't be surprised. Um, or at least I will. I don't know. I don't know about Caleb. Caleb doesn't really cry. No offense, Caleb. No, none taken. I, I rarely okay. ever ever do well depends on the situation okay all right fair enough <laughs> um and then after that we'll be getting into our headliner of the evening uh which will be our breakdown of blue beetle so Hail yes
1: yeah so caleb what do you say we get started i say let's do it
2: Hello, my name is Brucker Nurse, and I want to tell you about my fun horror movie podcast called Autopsy of a Horror Movie. On my show, I like to have fun dissecting out what makes a horror movie scary. What worked for it? What didn't? What types of fears does it play off of? Is it an allegory for any sort of message? I don't know, but let's find out. Also, I like to watch slashers. I'm a big slasher guy. so. I'll watch a slasher and do a kill grade for it. I will cover the kills and I will tell you how I would grade it based on shock, method, style points, and a fourth category that is a reflection of the movie. Besides those, I'll have fun with special topic episodes, commentary tracks, interviews with guests, including some shutter directors, so I just like to have a fun time over here. If any of this sounds interesting to you or you want to come check me out, please head over to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere they listen to podcasts and search for Autopsy of a Horror Movie. Also, be sure to find me on Instagram, at Brucker Horror, where you get fun updates and some cool little posts that I do. Thanks for listening, and I hope that you get to enjoy this show, and I'll see you on Instagram. Bye.
0: Alright, so starting off the of 4K Spotlight, uh, we have The Flash. Uh, coming to 4k this week um and yeah I'm I'm pretty excited about this um I know that this movie is very controversial for many understandable um after everything that Ezra Miller did and I really hope that they get the help that they need and yeah but just looking at it as a movie I enjoyed the hell out of it I thought it was a really good flash movie and yeah I had such a great time with it so uh, starting off, uh, we got the regular 4K release, which I absolutely freaking love this cover. It looks so good. Um, got, you know, Flash about to take off. I don't know why I did the freaking movement. <laughs> I'm I ready, mean, man. Some, I'm ready. I know. Some people could
1: see us now. So, I mean, it kind of makes that, that, sense. But yeah, that's
0: true. <laughs> Fair enough. Um so you got the Flash, like, ready to... Just did it again. Whatever. Um, you got the Flash uh, ready to take off. Uh, and then you also got Michael Keaton's Batman in the background, along with Supergirl. Looks freaking awesome. Love this cover. Uh, next up, we have the regular Blu-ray cover, which kind of the... Si- you still got the same trio here, but it's a little different. You got Flash front and center with Supergirl off to the side. And then just a, like, a blown-up headshot, I feel of Michael Keaton's Batman, yeah,
1: it almost makes him feel like he's uh, like an antagonist.
0: It does, which yeah, it's it's very interesting. Um, so yeah, um, I'll admit I don't love the Blu-ray cover, but I I do appreciate that it is different from the 4K. Um, so I do appreciate them actually differentiating the blu-ray and 4k cover arts because most companies um they'll just do the exact same thing i mean warner brothers is guilty for doing that for other movies um but usually like when it comes to like big like big budget like superhero movies they'll actually differentiate it whereas like evil dead rise it was the exact same for both the blu-ray and the 4k
1: yeah dude you know what i personally would have done that I think would have worked out really well. So you you know the I think it's um, oh uh, forget which cover it is. I think it might be Batman versus Superman, but where it has like uh, one of the covers where it's like Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman all on the cover. Oh yeah. So I would have done something like that, like the same poses, but done it with Flash, Supergirl, and Batman.
0: Yeah, dude, they should have done something like that. That would have been really cool.
1: Yeah, like, have them universally sized, a little bit, like, bigger, because right now, like, it it has, like, a, it's kind of got a sloppy line, because it's, like, you got Flash dead center at the bottom, and then it's, like, Supergirl up and off to the side, Batman's kind of up and to the center, and then, like, the the title's up, like, top and center, so it's just, it it does, it's, it's not visually pleasing to the it's not
0: i agree it really isn't um but i guess what can you do right other than bitch about it on a podcast (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) that's freaking us whenever we want to yeah like that's literally us like for it feels recently like for so many steelbook releases especially we're just like we could have done such better cover art especially caleb the ideas that he comes up with for them but like I'll, I'll fully admit a lot of the steel books nowadays kinda suck.
1: Dude, they have been. At least the ones that I've seen or the ones that you've you've sent me and be like, hey, check this one out.
0: I'm like that's freaking blows. <laughs> like I'll fully admit, I don't love the steel book for the flash. I mean you you'll see oops, you'll see it in a minute. Um but like honestly, like I think the regular four K cover is my favorite out of all of these. Yeah, that one. So that was the last one.
1: Yeah, yeah, that one's pretty freaking cool.
0: Yeah, right. Um, speaking of, there we go. So next up, the Best Buy exclusive steelbook. I actually it's like t- that. <laughs> 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 well, God damn it! Apparently, I just suck.
1: Okay, um, listen, listen, listen. The the cup co- <laughs> the cover. I don't like that the title, What well, is? does that part come off, the part with the title up top? Yeah, that's just the J card. Okay, so if that comes off, I I am actually, like, really okay with this cover. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I know. All All right, right, I'm well, freaking, like, the only thing that I would change, though, is that the, uh, the distorted lightning around the center, I would have made this just, like, a straight up, like the uh, the poster image that they used. I wouldn't throw in that extra lightning. Uh, Touche. I would have made it a little bit brighter red, like a little bit more vibrant gold, but I mean, the cover itself for a steel book specifically, not bad.
0: Like I said, apparently I'm just the asshole. Um, <laughs> I mean, have I already pre-ordered it? Um, yeah, duh. Um <laughs> Yeah, the um, Best Buy cover is kind of cool. <laughs> God damn it! That's it. I quit. Okay, I th- I don't think it does it. Freaking show in... no, it does. God damn it! Sorry, I'm trying to find the freaking like inside and back artwork because I think that the back artwork is like really boring. I mean,
1: yeah, uh, that's a tough like, one. Do it like I think the figuring out what the front would look like is super simple.
0: That's it's true. Just okay, so like, from what I've so, sorry,
1: yeah, it's just figuring out the back is is a tough thing. So, right. so
0: literally, so the back is just like it's it's literally like this, but instead of having take it's so it's literally this, but take away the flash symbol, and it's just it's just the lightning, just the lightning. Yeah, that that's all it is. It's still it's still the red background, but just the lightning. Yeah, no, nah, okay. Because then the inside artwork is that it's like uh, taken from the scene where they're at, uh, they're trying to save Supergirl, and so it's just like a, it's such a boring shot, but it's just a shot of, um, uh, what was it um. Young Barry in the actual Flash suit. Old Barry in his, like, frickin', like, parka, whatever. And then Michael Keaton's Batman. Just, like, standing right next to each other. Lame. Right? It's boring! Alright. For the inside...
1: That one's tough. Because it's like, you can't... You can't center, center it too much around Batman. Because it's not a Batman movie. Like, if I was just going, like, eh, whatever... The inside cover would be the freaking bat plane in the with the silhouette of the moon. Um, okay, that would be cool. I'm not gonna lie. yeah the okay so here, here's what I would have done with the steel buck. the front. I would have done like what the, those changes I made—more vibrant red, more vibrant gold on this logo. Take out the the extra lightning on the back side. I would have done the Young Barry when he was wearing the bat suit, how he like spray painted over. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, so you still kind of get that Batman uh like logo, but it's painted yeah. over with the Flash. Yeah. And then the inside, I would have done the scene with him running
0: into the past. Dude, I was thinking the same thing. Yes, that that'd be so, so perfect. Yeah. Oh
1: man, I, dude, I would freaking
0: kill it with this shit. <laughs> Warner, <laughs> Bro- L- literally, not only Warner Brothers, but just like the company that like is like at the at the um, at the center of Steelbook design just needs to hire you. That's what needs to happen. I know. It's like, who do I reach out to? <laughs> when I find out, I'll let you know. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so that's the Steelbook. Uh, and then next up, we have the Target exclusive. Um, which, wasn't this the teaser poster? That, I don't. No. Or maybe, or I don't know, maybe it was just a poster. But so, so it's this exclusive slipcover with, um, some collectible cards included. The the card's kind of lame, but the,
1: the, the cover's pretty sick.
0: Right? Yeah, I really like this cover. Like, if I was just to get this movie just on regular Blu ray, yeah, I'm going for this one. I like this way better than the, uh, regular Blu ray release. Makes sense. Um, yeah, I like that but a lot. So, so the question is, though, does this like the whole like one hundred um, thing on the slip covers? Does that bother you or no? It's I think we just had this it's discussion. Distracting. Yeah,
1: yeah. Personally, I would have thrown the one hundred on the side. Uh,
0: yeah, I can agree. Yeah, I like, just put it on the spine. Yeah, yeah that that would look that would have looked, looked a lot better. Like just like f- obviously like
1: flip it downward have the 100 going down the spine that yeah i think that would have that would have been much better
0: yeah i agree but alas what can you do uh and then we have the walmart exclusive um which it's funny that they never say that these are actually walmart exclusives but this is the only place that you can get them um they, it looks like Warner Brothers is starting to do this with like all of their m- movies, and I swear Universal did it with Fast X, um, but I I know I saw them do it with Shazam: Fury of the Gods. Um, and you know, it's it's a cool concept. Like they they look really cool. Um, I don't know, it's just not my thing. So, like. Like I don't even know how to explain It's kind of like So it's like a regular slip cover you, This is the slip cover You slide that off And then it, it kind of It's like a um, uh, What is it they call it <sighs> Like a trifold like, Yeah ba- basically Okay And like I don't know I have like a love hate relationship with that I mean it's it, it's cool Don't get me wrong But it's just not my thing When it comes to my collection I understand that
1: Yeah, I'm, uh, The cover I like I I can I can get behind the cover
0: The inside is honestly Cool too Like I know you can't really see it that well um, But like you got like a huge Close up of like the Flash you know like Running Batman uh, In the background and then as well As uh, Supergirl um, Definitely clear the Supergirl kind of got the Short end of the staff here because frickin' the Flash and Batman's like faces are like straight up blown up, and then here's just Supergirl, Supergirl just like minimized in the background. <laughs>
1: is she the one that's minimized off to the the right? I think so. Okay. Yeah, that's that's lame, dude. Right. This is another instance where I would have gone frickin'... This I, I think they're underutilizing artists' talents. Like, I'd freaking pay an artist, like, a freaking fee, like, a commission, I like, just so, like, this is how I would do it. If I were a studio, I would pay for just some rando artist, I would pay them a commission, so I don't have to pay them any sort of, like, royalties or or percentages off of the the artwork so it's a straight up commission like it'd be like a hefty commission but it would be just, it'd be a commission nonetheless so I own the rights to the artwork after but I would make it specially designed for like the inside and it, I would have had it um, like one piece of artwork at that um, that scale like I would have okay. I would have freaking thrown it where it was Barry, like, again, another instance of Barry running into, like, in the Speed Force.
0: Alright, I like that. Yeah, Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, that would have been really cool. Yeah, like, how sick would that be?
1: Because then, a freaking, like, just some, again, some rando artist gets a freaking hefty commission. They get to brag to everyone and their mother that they did an artwork for DC. They, uh, like I said, hefty commission. And... Then, like, I would send them, like, a free copy of the movie.
0: <laughs> yeah, see, there we go. Like, like how how sick would that be? That'd be pretty sick, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, it's just, like,
1: I think that's that's just a, a win-win for everyone. Like, the studios get a freaking bitchin' artwork, and the artist gets uh, fairly compensated, and everyone's happy free with their it. lives. Yeah, and a free movie. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, wasted potential, dude. Agreed. Freaking Warner Brothers. Yeah. Gosh,
1: I think that'd be that'd be a freaking sick ass idea, it's especially because I love those artistic covers more than anything.
0: Oh yeah, like, I absolutely. Oh, uh,
1: which one was those, those ones we were talking about a while ago? Weren't those like the Hunger Games ones? I
0: like, think that so. Have, like
1: the artsy covers. Like I'll take artsy cover over basic like images any day of the week.
0: Oh no, like same here. Like, um, like, like when like when it comes to like steel books, they'll do just like the character posters on them. Yeah, I prefer like. I want you to actually put effort into it. Like, come on, yeah, we're, we're, it's pay, a we're paying item. more. Yeah, we're paying more money than the regular edition. Like, come on, put put some effort into it. Mm-hmm. So, anyway. but alas, um, so yeah, so that's it for 4K Spotlight, um, or that that's it for when it comes to the Flash. A um, lot of freaking exclusives. So, um, be sure to grab whichever one you want. Um, but next up, uh, for through the wall, uh, we have some very sad news. Uh, Charles Martinet, who has literally been voicing Mario since the, since the character got a voice, um, is unfortunately stepping down. Um, he's retiring from the role. Um, the president of Nintendo, uh, said, uh, I believe shortly after that they announced, uh, that, um, expect to see a video with not only him But Charles Martinet uh, Soon talking about the whole ordeal And you know um, him training The the new voice of Mario As well as I mean I don't know if the same actor They choose is going to be also vo- Voicing Luigi, Wario Waluigi, Baby Mario Baby Luigi um,
1: I would hope I, so Because those voices are very Similar it's just like mm-hmm. slight Tweaks at least yeah. the way that he's Explained it um, but I'm yeah, just, they did. I, like, they did I'm, release a statement. He is going to be like heavily involved in choosing the next voice. So that's
0: okay. That's awesome. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm just curious, like what what made him uh, decide to step down? Like I'm curious if like it was just like really starting to become strenuous on his voice, because um, I mean, if we're if we're thinking like Mario, Luigi, like maybe not as much, but like freaking Wario and especially Waluigi, like. God, that's got to kill your voice. Yeah. Like, I, I I, do not think... I don't know how he does Waluigi for how freaking, like, high he has to go with that shit. I'm like, damn.
1: Yeah. um, Yeah, from what it seems like, it's, it's not... I think it's just age at this point. Like, it's just... Okay. The high-paced world is, is getting to be a bit much, and... Like, again, this is all speculation. I don't know exactly the reasoning behind, but I think that's that could be part of it.
0: Um, but I am very sad to see him go. Someone pointed out that um, since he's not... So it's announced that in the new Mario game coming out, he is not the voice of Mario. Um, that if that's the case, the last um, voiceover that Charles Martinet ever did for anything Mario was in the Mario movie... When as the father he says, these are my boys, and he points to Mario and Luigi. And if that is the last ah! line that he said <laughs> I know right <laughs> I'm just like, if this is if that's the last line that he ever said in anything related to Mario, God that is a huge gut punch.
3: Ah I can't handle it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right? I, yeah. Freaking, yeah, freaking JC told me that at work today. I'm like, you son of a bitch, why you gotta tell me that, man? Well, okay. Didn't
1: didn't Waluigi get a freaking DLC in Smash? Uh, not that I know of. I I swear there there was a video. I don't know how real it was. Um, but there was like someone made like a full like like it was a freaking cinematic video where it was Wario and Luigi or Waluigi um seeing everyone around them getting these invites to like with the smash logo on them yeah and so like they got to see all these people getting these invites and then eventually like one comes to waluigi or um not waluigi one comes to wario and then waluigi just kind of like encourages him to go and he like he has like uh like he puts on like his biker outfit, helmet and all that, like Wario does, and then like rides off into the the sunset, and so it's it shows Waluigi kinda like super bummed out. And uh, then eventually, like I think it's Toad. Toad starts to get uh or is about to get a letter, and then Waluigi comes and like bushwhacks him, kicks him out of the way, and takes his his letter and is like <laughs> and runs off. And then they were showing like combat in Smash, where he has like the the tennis, his tennis racket. <laughs> like he uses that as a weapon.
0: I don't know, man. I okay. I, I gotta know. look this up now. I know. I I swear. I know. I'm not seeing anything on it. But
1: uh like... oh, it's it okay. Never mind. It, I from what I'm I'm seeing, it's a mod. Oh. Lame.
0: Damn. That would have been really cool. That would have been super, super say, cool. I'm, I was gonna say say, man, dude, after this, I'm grabbing my switch and I'm playing some Smash Bros. I wanna play as Waluigi. What what got me, I think like again, what got me was that it was like a full blown freaking
1: cinematic.
0: Okay, that's so fair.
1: I think that's what got me being like, Oh, like this is cool, like some fan made bullshit, but then it like kept going and I was like this seems extensive for it to be a fan-made.
0: <laughs> uh, that, I'm, dude, honestly, it's amazing how far people
1: will go uh, with what they make. The, absolutely true. Absolutely mm. true. Because
0: they did like a freaking
1: full-blown, like it looked real, because it had like the same cinematic, like where they're like doing something and like it says like. Like this character has been invited, and or this character has been invited, and the and like they did the whole thing too. It's like Waluigi invites himself, and I'm like, that's freaking ah gosh, I can't believe that shit. Like will always get me. Like a f- a, a good cinematic will always freaking get me, dude.
0: Oh shit, that pisses me off. <laughs> well, if, okay, so. If since that is not true, if 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 his last line is in the Super Mario Bros movie as Mario Luigi's dad, um, like you said, God, that is a huge gut punch. And um, honestly, I'm okay if that's his last line because like that means like so much. Him saying that these are my boys to Mario and Luigi, you're just like, damn right they are. <laughs> <laughs> you gave these boys life.
1: Yep. Oh man,
0: yeah. I
1: that that would emotionally wreck me, <laughs>
0: right? Like, goddamn. Um, man, I like seriously. It's it's so sad. I understand. You know, completely understand. You know, he's getting up there in age, so I can understand why he wants to step down. But it's still really sad to, to see him go. Freaking, he made my childhood. So honestly. He's never going to hear this, but thank you, Charles. You freaking made my freaking made my childhood. You made everyone's childhood, so... Damn right. Yeah, I'm not crying my eye itches. <laughs> I just want to point that out. You're crying, don't lie. Shut up, man. <laughs> um, well, I mean, that that's all we got for Through the Wall. I mean, it's... It, like, it was still a big thing, but, like, not really that much to talk about with it, but just in case any of you didn't know, which, if you didn't know, like, come on, how, how have you not heard about this? Yeah. Uh, but, anyway, uh, moving on, uh, or getting, uh, oh my god, see, this is why you should lead every episode, not me, because I always screw it up.
1: That's not how this works.
0: Well, <laughs> maybe we should change it. I'm kidding. Maybe you should figure your shit out. (laughs) I mean, you know what? All right, good point. You you got a good point there. Um, So, uh, with those two uh, taken care of, uh, Caleb, what do you say we jump into our headliner of the evening? I say, let's do it. Okay, before we get started with that, I just want to—I actually want to apologize um, because in that last segment, 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 Jesus. Um, when uh, you know, like, I, I straight up said, "Oh, if you haven't heard of this, where the hell? If you haven't heard this news, where the hell have you been?" That is such a dick thing to say. Like, like, come on, Jonathan. Not everyone probably has heard the news about Charles Martinet stepping down from Mario. So. I'm going to freaking. um... I'm sorry, Quit dude. I'm
1: apologizing!
0: Dude, if... I don't know what it is. Like, if I don't, like, uh, address this right now, I'm gonna feel like a dick for, like, the rest of the freaking week. Then just feel like a dick for the rest of the week. I don't like <laughs> feeling like a dick. How, how long have you known me? <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm sorry. Um, if
2: I'm you not. hadn't heard of
0: it, I understand. He meant um, but it. But now you guys know... Don't let you him lie can go you. suck a big one, okay? You can go <laughs> suck a big one. Um, Now that that's off my chest, even though Caleb has to be an asshole about it. I mean, I'll sleep fine. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell. I can freaking tell. He'll sleep like a freaking baby. Absolutely. Whereas I'll be tossing and turning, I'll be tossing and turning all night, being like, "Oh, why did I say it? everyone should already know that news? God, I only, I'm only gonna get two hours of sleep. This is oh, this is gonna eat me alive." <laughs> <laughs> That's me. That's me. Um. Shit. Anyway, uh, so headliner of the evening, breaking down Blue Beetle. But before we get to that, Caleb, do you want to let everyone know how we break down movies on this podcast? I would love to, but we did get a question of the week. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) And that's a number uh, five on the Rose uh, Fail Scale. Um, So, like Caleb said, we asked a question of the week this week. And the question of the week we asked, and I already forgot it, was... What would be your signature battle item of choice if you were given a Blue Beetle suit? Um, I don't know anything about the character of Blue Beetle up until I watched this movie, Um, so I feel I can't really answer this question that well. Um, But I am curious, Caleb, do you have a uh, selection before uh, we get to these answers?
1: Ooh, I've actually given this some, like, real thought. And, okay, so the the... Spoiler alert: The adaptation of Blue Beetle is pretty on point. Um, oh, okay, that's he good. He is hear. able to uh, create a bunch of different weaponry, um, only limited by his imagination. Usually, it's like he keeps it basic at blades, um, the sonic blasters, um, and the, like the the freaking staples that he was shooting at people. Um, so those are pretty much his standard, like what he's comfortable using. But he's able to create anything, which is really freaking awesome. Yeah. So I mean, you don't. I don't think you need a, to know a lot about Blue Beetle in terms of that to answer this question. Um, Fair enough. So, yeah, just wanted to bring that point that out. Um, but yeah, I. That's an. A great question. Honestly, I think I would probably go the route of like a crossbow, but like the like Ooh, an okay. energy style crossbow, where it's like you, you kind of point and shoot like situation, but it okay. has like that that look where it's like has like that half shell look looking thing, and then like just aim and, and fire like cuz then like I feel like I could be pretty adept at that where it's like I can adapt it to have I don't know different effects of like bolts or whatever then it's just I can shoot like explosive ones, just basic ones, uh, I can shoot like concussive ones, like the the variety of like different bolts that I could fire is is kind of appealing. And it's just like boom, like point and shoot. You can freaking double double arm it if you wanted to. But it's just cuz I I don't know if I'd like if I'd want to be uh become efficient enough with like a blade. Okay. Or any other like kind of handheld weapon cuz I've thought like like battle axe maybe, but I'm like nah. Eh. Thought about like different swords, but I think that's where where I'd go. Just shooting the bolts. I like it. Yeah. Um so yeah. And so what what would be yours? Like just based off of that information then. I don't
0: know, probably the frickin', um whatever uh gauntlets that I was using to like shoot like you said, like those staples out of his. The staples
1: are sick. Like those are yeah. so like I think those would be, like, universally, like, especially if you're going the not-killing route. Um, yeah. I think I that agree. is very, like, universal. Like, all right, like, I'm going to freaking
0: disarm all these fools, and they're just going to be stapled to the wall. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but honestly, if I if I had a second choice, I'd probably go with the sister's weapon, a freaking power glove. The power glove like, was dope. <laughs> right? That shit was so cool. Yeah, when she freaking like put it on, I'm like, no freaking way. They are not bringing the power glove into this. And they did, and
1: freaking amazing. Oh, perfection. Alright. Um so getting into these answers, um what's your uh
0: your first? Alright, we're gonna start out strong here. <clears throat> My number one coming from TikTok from Flaccid Pancake. BDSM gear. (laughs) Oh,
1: I mean, you got whips in there. You got cuffs. You got like you got chains. Chains. Don't forget the chains. You get. I Um, mean, you got words that we don't want to
0: talk. Yeah, you know, certain um, items that uh, we shouldn't talk about on this podcast. Um, we're gonna try to keep it family friendly, at least as best as we can. <laughs> uh, well, let's just say we're not gonna enter the um, the 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 back area of a a Spencer's um, a Spencer store here. We're, we're we're gonna stay in the the like the first part, and we're not gonna go into the back area. Um, so, Fair yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah. So that, yeah, that's that's my first answer. All right, um, my first
1: is coming from YouTube um, at it's not kidnapping if you own it. Uh, who said? I know, weird. <laughs> but all right, okay. Um, who says mustard gas?
0: Okay, yeah, that's a good one.
1: Uh, <laughs> I thought,
0: that's effed up. I know. I said I'm like <laughs> I, we're we're going the war crime route. Got it. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Um. Yeah. Like, like I said, effed up. But you know what? I, I appreciate it. I guess. I don't know if I should. I don't know if I should appreciate it. But yeah. let's go with that. I do. But I mean, I dug it. I I dug that. I like. I thought it was an interesting
1: answer. Like just no, no makes I like you that. wonder if you could do like a chemical
0: situation like that.
3: Yeah, I like
0: it. Uh. My second one, also coming from TikTok, uh, Cade underscore Fitzy, a blue beetle Harry Potter wand just shoots blue energy, but a little Expecto Patronum. I like, yeah, I like that. I dig it. Yeah.
1: All right. Uh, my next one is from D Smooth, uh, who said Leviathan axe and a blade of chaos. Since I won't have two hands. Um. Are you familiar with the uh with either of those? I am not. Okay, so have you seen anything from God of War? The game? Uh no. I have not. Okay. So th- there's two different weapons that he has in the in the first God of War game, the one that came out for PS4. Uh, okay. The Leviathan Axe. It's basically like Mjolnir. But it's an ice axe.
3: Oh, Okay.
1: So he can like he can throw it, use it, um, like basically toss it, but then it will like come right back to him once he like summons it. Okay, that's pretty cool. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. And then the blades of chaos are these massive, freaking like honking blades, but they're attached to, um, a chain. Okay. And the, like, so the other end of the chain is, it's like wrapped around his, his wrists. And so he can like swing them around like a freaking like yo yo on steroids. Like he could swing those like, and like he can like toss the blades, like use them as like blades, but he can also like throw them. And so it, like, if he throws them, then he can use it to like, pierce into stuff and like yank it down like he uses it to like throw into enemies so like the, the the blades will like stab and then he can like whip them up into the air or like hmm. swing them around or like it's it's like Spider-Man
0: okay
1: Esque. Spi- like uh, Spider-Man if if, if if there were giant ass blades at the end of his webs
0: <laughs> alright okay makes sense
1: yeah and I thought like the idea of, of seeing something like that with a blue beetle suit would be sick. That yeah, that would be pretty cool. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. All right. What's your uh, number
0: two or is it your three? Uh, three. Okay. What's your three? Uh, th- uh three. Uh, three. Also coming from TikTok from Black Panther Forever. I like your uh, I like your name of your channel. Um, they said a blue beetle version of a lightsaber. Yes. Hell to the yeah. That would be pretty dope. All right, I changed my answer uh, from what I said earlier with the staples. I want that. That's the, t- <laughs> that's the type of blue beetle weapon I want.
1: Oh, all right. Uh, my number three is from Jack is cool. He said a cool Beyblade. Ooh, okay. Like, how I sick like that. would that be? Like, you That just, would be so badass. Like, you just get, like, one on your wrist and you freaking, like, yank this energy cord and then you get like this thing that just spins off and like flies off bushwhacks a bunch of people like just knocking them all over the place like I think that'd be dope yeah that would be
0: super dope yeah Uh, alright what's your number four Uh, number four uh, also coming from tiktok uh, from mayonnaise love the name (laughs) Um, dual energy pistols with auto lock on yeah, sick. I can get down with that. I yeah. Like that. All right. Um.
1: All right. My number four, I think I'm going to give to, uh, Ben Dover. Ha. Funny. Uh, he said a scythe. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. I think that that would be sick, especially with how his blades already kind of have that that shape. Yeah. So I think a scythe would work really well for like a
0: character like him. Agreed. Alright, uh my fifth one uh would be from uh Zay. I think I'm saying that right. Yeah, Zay. Um and I've never played this game, but like honestly from what I've seen it just this just sounds cool. Ray Gun from Black Ops Zombies. Yeah, though so those weapons are are pretty pretty sick. Like,
1: they just annihilate anything in front of them, so it's, like, the weapon to have. But it's nice, it's yeah. a very limited uh, ammunition on it. Damn, so you of only course get, it is. Yeah, you only get, like, a few shots, but the shots you make just freaking annihilate anything in its path.
0: I love it. Okay, that's badass. Yeah, so
1: that that's a great choice. All right, my, my next one, and I don't know if he meant it this way, but this is from Lucas Gensberger, um, who said a hidden energy blade. So th- there are two, two, um, two thoughts that I had behind this, where it was like a hidden blade like Assassin's Creed, or I was also thinking like the, uh, the energy swords from Halo. Ooh, okay. So uh, the way that he words it, hidden energy blade, makes it sound more like Assassin's Creed, which okay. if you're going, if you're choosing like a stealthier route, like if you were to choose a stealthier route with your Blue Beetle suit, like I think that would be an excellent
0: decision. Yeah. Yeah. I can, I can definitely agree with that. And then
1: if you're obviously, if you're not and you're going the Halo route, like I, that would be freaking sick
0: too. Yeah, that yeah, that that definitely would.
1: Yeah, so I yeah, that's my number my number 5. Um, so yeah.
0: So thank you to everyone that answered our question of the week. We really appreciate it. Yes, we do. Um, but without further ado, uh let's get into this breakdown. Uh Caleb, you want to let people know how we break down movies on this podcast? I would love to. If you are new to our breakdown system, we have split
1: movies into eight different categories that we individually score to come to a final All Bros letter grade. The eight categories that we score are story, writing, acting, character development, effects, music. Ah, damn it! Forgot to change that one. Costumes, (laughs) and then we give it our own. Personal score at the very end all of those numbers get magically added up and Spit through our algorithm and give us a letter grade to compare this movie to others of a similar grade um, So yeah, it is kind of based off of the schoolhouse rules with that so uh, Just so you guys are aware of that um, But yeah, if you have not seen uh, Blue Beetle. Spoiler alerts ahead. Rose is about to spoil the entire Freaking movie for you. Um, so definitely go check it out, and definitely stop listening if you if you're going to go check it check it out at all. Um, but what without, he said? Yeah. So without further ado, uh, our favorite segment that we like to call reading with Rose.
0: No comma. <laughs> in a remote frozen tundra of antarctica members of cord industries led by the company's co-founder and ceo victoria cord managed to locate an ancient alien artifact known as the scarab meanwhile j, j- is it j- hi me. i forget how they Jaime. thank you sorry Jaime Reyes returns to his hometown of Palmera City after graduating from Gotham Law University, only to learn that his family is facing eviction from their home due to financial difficulties. Jaime's sister, Milagro?
1: I should probably pull this up.
0: (laughs) I probably should have paid more attention when I was watching this movie of how they pronounce names. Uh, Yeah, Milagro. Thank you. Uh, manages to get him a job working at Victoria's mansion. However, both of them are fired after Ye- Jaime yep. uh, steps in to stop a confrontation between Victoria and her niece, Jenny. Jenny later tells Jaime to meet her at Court Tower the next day to discuss a job opportunity. The next day, Jenny finds that Victoria is using the scarab for her one-man army corps core's projects she steals the scarab scarab oh my gosh scarab and avoids and avoids security by giving it to jaime hidden inside a big belly burger to go box at home jaime's family convinces him to open the box containing the scarab when jaime touches it the scarab activates and fuses with him creating an armored suit Jaime later goes to find Jenny for answers, rescuing her from Victoria's armed forces. She tells Jaime that the scarab is sentient is a sentient weapon and it and it has willingly chosen Jaime to be its host. With the help of Jaime's uncle Rudy, Hime Jaime and Jenny break into Cord Tower to retrieve a smartwatch that once belonged to Jenny's father Ted, but are attacked by Victoria's bodyguard. Butcher this, Ignacio Carapax. yep. Okay, who has an Omac prototype infused in his body? The scarab revealed to be named Kajida, temporarily takes over Jaime's body and battles Carapax. Rudy and Jenny help inca- incapacitate Carapax then escape with Jaime's with Jaime to Jenny's childhood home. Jenny uses Ted's watch to activate his secret laboratory and reveals to Jaime that Ted was originally a vigilante named Blue Beetle who spent his life studying Kajida before mysteriously disappearing, leaving his company in Victoria's hands. When they notice Victoria's helicopter flying toward Jaime's home, Jaime summons Kajida and returns to protect his family. As they escaped as they escape, Jaime's Jaime's father, Alberto, suffers a cardiac arrest, and dies, distracting Jaime and allowing Carapax to capture him. Jaime is taken to an island fortress in Cuba where he is strapped to a machine that downloads information from Kajida to the OMACs. While unconscious, Jaime sees a vision from his father who encourages him to embrace his destiny as the new Blue Beetle. Jaime awakens and escapes as Carapax's OMAC suit activates and evolves into a more powerful form. Jenny and Rea's family and, and Rea's family uses Ted's bug ship and its weapons arsenal to storm the island. Jaime's, Jaime reunites with his family then encounters Carapax and battles him. Jaime nearly kills Carapax before Kajida reveals to Jaime memories of Carapax's enslavement by Victoria for the Omak experiments including Carapax's mother's death at Victoria's hands leading Jaime to spare him. Carapax re- rebels against victoria and sets his omak suit to explode destroying the island as well as himself taking the terrorists with him as vengeance as vengeance for his mother damn that was like out of nowhere they call her a terrorist like jesus (laughs) like damn as the reyes family escapes from the island they take him to mourn they take him to mourn alberto in the aftermath, Jenny becomes the new CEO of Court Industries and promises to repair the damage caused to the Reyes family, helping them rebuild their home. As the neighbors gather around the remains of the Reyes family's home and provide support, Jaime shares a kiss with Jenny then offers to fly her to Court to the Court estate. Cord estate. In a mid credit scene, a distorted recording from Ted is broadcast in his laboratory attempting to inform Jenny that he is alive. In a post credit scene, a clip from the stop motion version of El Chaplin, Colorado is shown, which Rudy used to distract the court as state guards.
1: Damn, I didn't stay for that part.
0: <laughs> oh you didn't? Ah damn. No. Was it was it funny. Good? <sighs> oh yeah, it was hilarious.
3: Damn it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: God, I got I got a message from Brielle telling me to hurry home, like after that part. And so I was like waiting. I was just like, okay, like I'm just gonna stay till the end. And I got the message being like, hurry home, hurry home. And I was like, all right, damn. And so I left like right after the the post credit scene with the uh, the Ted Cord situation. But yeah,
0: damn. <laughs> I hate, I hate when that happens. Ah. I mean, it's not like I mean it was funny, but like it wasn't like super important. Okay, yeah, that but that you, makes you, me feel you, a little bit better then. You just you just missed a comedic bit that that's really all it was. It didn't like affect the story or anything, or like lead up to something that could come in the future. Okay, yeah, so oh. you're good, man. Okay. Oh man, dude,
1: this like starting off with like getting it like right into
0: story. This was really well done for an origin film. I I agree um like like um I, superhero origin movies are like I mean I'm not going to say they've been done to death because they have to be done but I will say that this one definitely does stand out among them for the sole fact of how much of an the importance they put on the family aspect because okay. if it weren't for the Reyes family um I don't think I would have liked this movie that much um because it's it's just another origin story um it's stuff that we've seen before and it's been told many many times which like like I said you got to get that in a super in any superhero origin story I get it um it's just I've seen this stuff a million times um but what they were able to do with the family setting up how important they are to each other and to the fact that when the like the freaking I don't know about you, but when the freaking father died, um, oh man! Dude. I actually I actually teared up a little bit, dude. And I, I did, did not too. expect that. I did, I did not expect that. Um, dude, but this that movie, just shows how great they did. At this setting movie up the family. got me twice. What's the second part? I'm curious. Okay,
1: so the first part is when freaking Jaime's getting like dragged away and just like. Begging to be let go, and I'm like, "Oh no!" Like while basically, while his father is freaking dying, um, and then the second part is when they're all back on the ship, and then their uh, their grandmother says, "Like now we can cry," and I'm like, "Oh, okay." (laughs) You heard her. Yeah, dude, that, like cuz I was like I was just, I was all freaking jazzed. Like after that scene I was just like, gosh, like I am freaking like riding the high right now. And then they freaking hit me with that and I'm just like ah, like broke like broke down.
3: <laughs> oh shit. And
1: I'm like like it was so immediate. Like that's that's something that that stood out to me about this movie is how immediate that little like uh, tone change happened yeah and how well they were able to execute
3: it
0: yeah definitely i agree yeah
1: but i i totally agree with you if they would have gone the cookie cutter route with the origin story where it's like oh he gets his power and he has to hide it from his family and blah 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 blah. like i don't think i would have liked it nearly as much as i did
0: same i think the, the, the them, fact that they actually see him get the powers that was freaking cool and like that was on, it terrifying. was something different. yeah oh yeah it was terrifying <laughs> but freaking um it, it was definitely something different i appreciated that
1: yeah i i really appreciated what this movie did um and coming from i mean i'm not i i'm only part hispanic but i know what living in a Hispanic household is like to like to a certain degree. And that is absolutely the vibe
0: that they, they just nailed right on the head. That's what I've heard. Like I freaking I've heard that like how um, there are scenes where they'll like, um, they'll like so easily translate. They're not translate. They'll so easily um, transition from speaking Spanish Right into English, like nothing has happened, and people are saying, like, yeah, that's how exactly how it is in a Mexican household, mm-hmm. like our Latino, Latino household. Um, you will absolutely see that kind of stuff. And I freaking love how many people have pointed out how th- the movie nailed the fact that the grandma never speaks one word of English, and everybody's just like, yep, that's how it was in my family, my family too. <laughs> just yeah, our grandma didn't speak one word of English. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah,
1: that is definitely one of those things that freaking gets hit right on the the head, having that <laughs> that Hispanic grandmother that doesn't know a single word of English. <sighs> oh man! But it's just like the sweetest thing on the planet. Like yeah, that was yeah. again one of those things that just nailed it. Absolutely yeah. nailed it. Um. And then, like, I think it's, like, the same thing with just having, like, the a crazy uncle that just oh, so, dude, has, like, yeah. all these different skills that, like, make him super useful, <laughs> but he doesn't utilize any of them.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, I don't think they could have chosen anyone better than George Lopez for that role. <laughs> bro. No freaking joke. That, like he freaking stole this kiss. movie.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. Absolutely. In like the best way possible. Um yeah, so good. I
0: I had a blast with this movie. I am curious uh, what did you think of like the whole uh like Susan Sarandon's uh like vil- like uh, her villain her motives, you know, her how she went about getting the scarab back. Like wh- what were your your thoughts weak motivations yeah that, i i feel that's like one of the biggest like weak points that i could point out with this movie just yeah this is one of the weakest villains i've seen in a while yeah um at least with her um what's his face uh uh carapax carapax was cool he was um no, I, I definitely agree and like honestly like and i don't bl- and we'll get into this with acting but like i don't blame susan saranda at all, at all. like no, i feel no, no, with no. what she's she fantastic. was given she yeah she did i mean she's fantastic in anything she does um so with what she was given what we got from her like i thought it was all right it, w- it was decent but i've seen way better villain arcs in the past year um than we got in a uh, in this movie yeah
1: i think v- v- getting a good villain without de- doing like a super crazy deep dive into that villain like it's like how uh, how do you get them like you just need how do you get us to care about a character
0: like that that's, that's a good point. I mean, you know, like, honestly, uh, you know, given the choice of, like, oh, hey, do you want them to really set up the Reyes family just show how close they are and just how much they mean to each other? Or do you want an actual, like, amazing setup for th- this villain? You'll understand their motives and just, like, it'll be, like, th- the best villain that you've seen in a while. I'm absolutely going to go with the family because you hardly ever see that in a superhero film. You never see a family that has that type of connection. Yeah.
1: Honestly, like, what I would have personally done is I would have made um, Ted Cord a much bigger part of this movie. I can definitely agree with that. Um, I think I would have given her more of the the motivations of maybe, like, self-preservation or something like that. Like, like given her a reason to create this... uh, basically a super soldier and have like have it be a situation like she's i don't know like she's experienced some past trauma with like maybe her her like kind of throw it like an incredibles situation or incredibles 2 situation where her 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 family was like obsessed with um The original Blue Beetle, uh, I forget what his name is, something Garrett. Like, I think it's Dan Garrett or something like that. So, have it so her family is like obsessed with the original Blue Beetle, the one that actually was wearing the scarab, and have it be where something happened. Her parents were taking it, were taken out. And so she just kind of grew up in fear and resenting, um, or, I don't know, just like, like, feeling like she needs a guardian in her life, and, um, like, trying to recreate that, because, obviously, Dan Garrett's gone, and the, the Scarab hasn't chosen a new host, and, so it's just like, she's defenseless, and it's all like, Maybe I wouldn't have even, ta- like, done the whole taking the parents out thing. Maybe it's just, like, something happened in her life where it was, I don't know, like, a hostage situation. But then the Blue Beetle comes in to save the day. The OG Blue Beetle. And then... Um, and then you have her kind of dealing with... Uh, maybe, like, a resentment towards her brother, Ted Cord for trying to adopt a mantle... Of Blue Beetle, but obviously just being a not as good version, like, despite his best okay. efforts. And then yeah. her just, like, constantly seeking for that. Like, maybe that's the, the route I would have gone with her motivation. Just constantly seeking um, security in her life. And feeling like she needs to go to these lengths to obtain that.
0: Okay, yeah, I like that. And That's then, good. like,
1: obviously, like, going, like, the real shitty route of, like, I, I, again, this was just, it was very uh, basic bitch villain. Like, yeah. In, in it for greed. At, like, oh, just, yeah. straight just, up. Just needing money and the money that she received with, like, a military contract. It's just, bam, yeah, who cares at the end of the day? Like, I think you just, if you could have tweaked her to be a little bit more complicated and then like i think you still could have made her a piece of shit at the end of the day
0: yeah like taking things
1: too far and have uh gosh i'm gonna keep forgetting his name carapax like how like keep all that with carapax like i think you could have kept all that just shift her motivations a bit more yeah so unfortunately i think yeah i'm with you plain villain and I think she could have been done a lot better. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so I mean, other than my villain complaints, I think that they did the, the whole hero thing really well. Agreed. Um, Jaime being becoming the Blue Beetle was fantastic. Trying to figure out how to like remove the Scarab and figuring out that it's now just a part of him forever. Yeah. Like I think. I think he dealt with that like a reasonable person
0: would. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, his 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 the way he freaked out when she told him that, understandable. You know, I I feel the same way.
1: Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people were giving the movie shit because um at least this certain clip where he jumps off of the the building to go fly and save his family. Um mm-hmm. it's like I think at least, like, without context, I can understand why people would throw a fit about that scene. Be like, "Oh my gosh, he's just gonna trust that the suit's gonna save." But it's it's also he's seen the suit save him before. Like he knows that's, what the yeah. suit he's he knows what the suit's capable of. He I I feel like he he has a certain level of trust in the suit. Yeah, um, and so that's why he felt comfortable enough to jump off a
0: building. <laughs> yeah, it, it it makes total sense.
1: Yeah, so I I I dug this movie, dude. Like I, I I liked all of the different aspects that they had. I thought the story was pretty killer. The only thing I didn't like was the villain, and that's not a big complaint. Like the the oh, big yeah, villain, agree. the big villain was crap. But I think that the sidekick villain was was enough.
3: That's fair. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So where are you sitting at with Story?
0: I, I don't know. I'd say I'm sitting at like, a, I'm sitting at a solid 80. That's what I'd say. I'm, at. Ooh, I'm not too
1: much higher than you on that. Really? Yeah. Like, I would be a lot higher. Listen, I, I I think the the real difference is probably going to be in the personal score. I can I feel like I can Fair. realistically view how this movie is, um, or have some sort of like a realistic viewpoint of what the movie is. I know it wasn't the best thing in the world, yeah, but it was it was solid. It was super it was. solid. No, I, I had I a, definitely agree. a fantastic time. So. Yeah, I think I'm sitting more around like an 83. I like it. Um, all right, moving on over to writing. I'm higher.
0: Honestly, I am too. Um, the, the writing for this was just fantastic. Seriously, the especially for me, the writing for his sister and his grandma. The writing <laughs> for those two was absolutely fantastic. Um,
1: Dude, when like, she finds out that her grandmother fought in some sort of, like, revolution, <laughs> and she's just like, what? <laughs> and I, I've laughed my ass off, because I feel like that's another thing that, like, you can learn some crazy shit about your grandparents, especially if they're, like, the first generation... Uh, immigrants like or grew up in like some crazy country where there was like a revolution to be fought like crazy shit happens and you can learn some wild stories about your grandmother
0: yeah it's true
1: and that just uh, I don't know it tickled my funny bone in a way that I was not expecting (laughs) and I loved it um I'm trying to think of like some other stuff. Oh, the dialogue with Jaime and Alberto in the Oh, the, dude, the other plane or
0: whatever you want to call it. Uh that was that was heartbreaking. That fr- yeah, oh, god, that freaking destroyed me. Um yeah, You're that so that was sad, great writing right there. It really was, yeah. That was wow. Yeah, that
1: was an emotional scene, and just oh man, freaking gut punch. For right, days for days. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. I think the only like, out of the entire cast, I think the only person that wasn't given. The best writing was maybe Jenny.
0: Yeah, I, I I can definitely agree with you there. Um. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, out of everybody, um, probably she was she was not. I wouldn't say my least favorite, but uh, she definitely wasn't my favorite. Um. Yeah, like where actually she's... maybe I might say that she was my least favorite.
1: Actually, now that I'm thinking about it. Where's okay, because Susan Sarandon, despite her basic villain issues, she was given some decent dialogue. True, that 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 is very true. And then same thing with Carapax. Carapax wasn't given the the best dialogue in the world, but what he was given was like intimidating and powerful. Yeah, and so that made him stand out. The only person that didn't stand out in here was Jenny.
0: And I don't know, maybe, maybe it's just me, but like from the very get go, I'm just like, okay, they're going, she's going to get with Jaime. Like I know what's going to happen. That's how the movie's going to end. That they're going to get together. And so literally all I can see her now is just the love interest. That's what this movie's working towards. That they're going to end up towards together towards the end. Bro, if there's anything I'm docking the writing for is
1: how hard they freaking force that relationship on us.
0: Dude, straight up, like, why do superhero origin movies always have to have a love story? Like, th- th- yeah, they don't. It's like, I'm I'm just gonna say that right now. They don't.
1: Yeah, like there's a so there are so many interesting things about Jaime Reyes and the Blue Beetle. His love life isn't one of them. Yeah,
0: like I could give like, a
1: flying shit.
0: About his love life. <laughs> Agreed. Like, honestly, I would have rather you taken everything that you gave with Jenny and, like, add that to more story for the family. I would have been fine with that. Like, definitely still have her in the movie because, you know, she needs to be there for... Oh, um, uh, f- I'm already forgetting. Um, What's the name of the company? Uh, like, Cord Industries. C- Cord. Or- yeah, Cord. Um, like she needs to be there, of course, cause you know, da- daughter of founder. Um, but yeah, let, let's take it out. Like, uh, Jaime, you know, trying to get with her and like, just add that more to like the fa- like the family story. Cause freaking when he's like going back and forth with, forth with, uh, oh, should I send this text to her? And when, when it says, I'll take you up on that offer, I'll see you tomorrow. I'm all thinking, um, she already said, show, you know, hey, show up tomorrow, I'll give you a job. She never said, oh, you know, if you want to take me up on this offer, shoot me a text. Yeah. She already assumed that you were taking her up on the offer. <laughs> so when he said, that, I'm just like, it wasn't a question. Yeah,
1: and they, they treated it like he was friggin' like, Trying to flirt with her or some shit. Yeah, I'm like, bro, it's like that scene lasted way too freaking long. They that I think the love uh, or the the relationship that they had in there was thrown in for freaking movie fluff. Oh yeah, definitely.
0: And it like was... they, they needed to make the two hour runtime just so it could like be like the bare minimum for a superhero film, and that's how they did it. Yeah. No. I that
1: didn't need to be in there whatsoever. Agreed. Um I would have personally made Jenny a little bit older. Like just outside of the the uh, romantic relationship bubble older. Okay, like, I probably would have made her closer to um Victoria's age. Okay, I like, like that. S- I don't know, like still reasonably, uh, her niece, yeah, but older than Jaime, and like had her like that. had her act in the way that Ted Cord would have, um, pushing Jaime towards becoming the Blue Beetle. Yeah, like obviously. Okay, letting, yeah, I like that. Like giving giving like the tour of the facility, but I would have taken that romantic relationship out completely. I think you could have thrown yeah, in a lot I more agree. interesting, uh, family dynamics. Um, I think you still could have had the discussion that, um, Jaime and Jenny have about how her house, like is just full filled with stuff while his house is filled with, like you still could have had those discussions. Yeah, just not yeah. with those freaking yeah. romantic undertones. Yeah, we we really did not need that. Yeah, super unnecessary. Um, the the only thing that 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 stuff added to the movie itself was that you got to see how a Hispanic family deals with a romantic f- relationship in like the in their fa- in their family dynamic.
0: <laughs> Yeah, that, that that's which, a good point. That's a very good point.
1: Which freaking triggered my 16-year-old body and <laughs> like made that like resurface and just like <laughs> uh
0: Caleb's having C- Caleb is having high school flashbacks everybody. Bro, I'm not even joking. So um uh, I forget
1: what what the event was. I think it was like my cousin's graduation, but I asked if it was okay if I brought my girlfriend at the time. I, so she came, we, we hung out like the entire time. And then while we were walking out, I was holding her hand, like trying to be like sweet while we were going I, out to the car. And I swear I remember this event. Were you there or did I think I, I, I was. told you about this?
0: No, I think I was there.
1: You my we're talking about my cousin's graduation, right?
0: Yeah. Were you I there? I thought I was, or am I thinking of a different event? Okay, the question is: Was the girlfriend? Did it start with an A or an S? A. Yeah, I think I was there. You were. Okay. I was never. I, do, I don't. I, I was never that anything. Then. I was never there for anything with uh, S. Um, I don't know why we're like d- using the freaking first letters. I don't know Brails. Oh, well, because hear this. if if anyone, <laughs> if anyone
1: that knows me. <laughs> <laughs> Here's this. That's true. I, I want there okay. to
0: be some sort of plausible deniability. <laughs> all right, fair enough. Okay, so we'll keep doing this. Um, so I don't think I ever went to any events with S. Um okay. but well, I, I didn't think... really hang
1: out with S all that much. That's a good uh, point.
0: Yeah, like, d- there def- was a couple. Caleb times... was Caleb was definitely it felt more so um, um, into uh, into A um okay well hold up hold up i was into both (laughs) okay okay (laughs) all right i don't i don't don't want you to make me sound like in case either s or a yeah in case in case either s or a ever listens to this episode like i he just wants to get the facts straight my
1: hell i can't i really hope my wife isn't listening right now i was i was really into both Uh, but s never wanted to hang out outside of like in public and I don't know. Yeah, what the I deal noticed was that. With. Yeah, I don't know what the deal was with that. It was always like she wanted to hang out at her house, or she wanted hmm. to meet up, but then she like have some excuse to not. And I'm like, all right, whatever. So that I think that was the situation there. But yeah, A came and hung out with me a lot more.
0: Because I think, because um, like now looking back at it, I felt like a dick because I actually came to it sick. Um, because like, I think I, you could like totally hear it in, in, in my nasal. Um, but your mom was like, oh, are you sick, Jonathan? And I think I'm just like, oh, no, no, no. no! I'm just barely getting over the cold. I, I'm fine. I'm fine. Where, in fact, I was like only two days into it. <laughs> so if anyone got sick, if any of your family got sick after that, yeah, um, guilty as charged. That's fine. They'll get
1: over it. I, yeah. So I I, I,
0: I don't remember you being there. Wow. let's see how it but is. He, he remembers I, a being there but not his bro. Well wow. I remember
1: a being there because my aunts when we were were walking out to the car um like we were getting into like my parents car and then my aunts were getting into their cars and one of my aunts yelled like why are you holding her hand? And I'm like uh, I like stopped <laughs> and I was just like I like looked at her and I'm like shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and then they were like giving me a hard time, and they're like, "Oh, now you're not going to hold her hand? That's weird." And I'm like,
3: "Stop! Like I don't know. Oh like, my! I, like gosh. I don't know what to. Like it
1: was just, I I didn't know what to do because I was just so awkward, and they made it yeah. a big deal. And like, if anyone makes anything that I do a big deal, like I I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh shit like
1: dude that's how i I, how i am if i like show someone something that i built like if they if they make it like a really big deal i want to be like okay we're done talking about it and then like walk (laughs) away
0: (laughs) all right moving on
3: um
1: but i think that that was the the situation that i was like i was attempting to compare to where it's just yeah, your family gives you a hard time, like especially it, like the Hispanic family gives you an extra hard time with uh the ones that you're romantically interested in. <laughs> and it's funny. So, I think they nailed that on the head and I think that's the only thing that that romantic relationship added.
0: That's fair. That's absolutely fair. Yeah. Uh, so, where are you sitting with writing? Um, so, yeah, like like I said, I'm like slightly above, um, but maybe not by much. So, I'm going to go in 82. Ugh, I, might, I actually jumped up quite
1: a bit. Not like, I'm not in the, the 90s by any means, but I think I'm sitting more around 86.
0: Okay. That's fair.
1: Yeah. Um yeah, I think ah, God, I I think I just enjoyed the like the the humor was 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 top notch. Uh the writing was top notch. Like it it was it was good. It was is yeah. what I'm getting at. It was good.
0: <laughs> no, no, it really was.
1: All right, um, next up, getting into acting, we have, uh, oh, jeez, I'm going to need these names a
0: bit bigger. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, we have Zolo Maraduena, who played Jaime Reyes slash the Blue Beetle. We have Br- Bruna Mar- Marquezine. Who played Jenny Cord? So she was the, the romantic interest, for those of you wondering. Kale's favorite character. Yeah. All right, we have <laughs> Becky G, who did the voice for Kaji Da, who was the that, the Blue Beetle
0: AI, I guess. That freaking blows my mind. But that's freaking awesome. <laughs> okay, I, I don't know who
1: Becky G is outside of this movie. Um, Power
0: Rangers, the Yellow Ranger, played Trini. Oh, from Saban's Power Rangers? Mm-hmm. Yeah, from the movie. Oh.
1: Yeah, that's okay. right. Dude, she did a, Like, I don't know if they did any, like, alterations to her voice, but her tone was, like, on point. No, yeah, like, honestly, I wish that she would do more acting, because she's actually good. Dude, she's a fantastic actress. <laughs> yeah. Alright, um... So yeah, she played Kajida. Next was Belissa Escobedo who put oh my gosh, I'm so stupid.
0: I was, I was like, didn't wait change a minute. Her name. <laughs> I was like, um Did did I miss a scene?
1: Nope. Son of a bitch. That pisses me off. Okay, ignore what I put there. Um she played uh Milagro Reyes. Uh, who was Jaime Reyes' sister. Uh, George Lopez played uh, uncle Rudy Reyes. Uh, then we have Susan Sarandon who played Victoria Cord. Uh, we have Raul Max Trujillo, Trujillo who plays Carapax. Damien Alcazar, who plays Alberto Reyes. El Padilla Carillo, Carrillo, who plays Rocio Reyes, uh, who is the mom, and then Adriana Barraza, who plays Nana Reyes. Yeah, so that is that is everyone. Okay. Alright, um what does your top three look like?
0: Uh number three Um, I'm going to give to, uh, I'm going to butcher her name already. Even, I mean, Caleb already called her the Blue Beetle, so I guess I can't butcher (laughs) it anymore. (laughs) Asshole! Uh, Bellissa Escobedo? Thank you, but yeah, Bellissa Escobero? Escobero? Escobedo. Escobedo, sorry. Um, yeah, she's number three for me. I freaking loved her in this movie. And for, so, I don't know if you remember, but she was in... Um, Rose should be reading these names. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, uh, I,
1: I highly considered it.
0: <laughs> You're such an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know if you remember in Hocus Pocus 2, but she plays like one of the main girls.
1: Yes.
0: I found her annoying in that movie um like all like like apps abso- like god awful annoying <laughs> this one I enjoy the hell out of her she was great in this movie um she, like honestly um you know the 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 shit that she gives her brother just just the way that she nails not only just being i mean you know i I'm fully white so I don't you know don't really know anything about hispanic families but if i'm just looking at her as just like you know like the little sister that gets on your nerves but is still you know loves you very much and you know is there for you she freaking nails it so perfectly um so freaking loved her performance um yeah. i only
1: found her annoying at the beginning and then like that's slowly fair. grew into her as a character
0: that's okay that's fair um number 2 um I don't know if I can... Okay, I do have control as well. Um, sorry, I'm still getting used to this. Uh, number two, I'm going to give to... Is it Zolo Zo- or Olo? Zolo. It's Zolo. Wow. Um, I suck at pronouncing names. Uh, Zolo Maraduena? Marty is that Duene. how you pronounce it? Duena. Maraduena. <laughs> M- God, I suck. My inner white boy is really coming. You're giving him number two? Yeah, I'm giving him number two. Bro. Yo, wait, wait till you see my number one. Wait till you see my number one. Um, no, like, I loved him as Jaime. He was great. Um, his transition into Blue Beetle was great. Uh, like, literally got nothing but good things to say about him. He was freaking fantastic. But he is beat by the man himself god damn it i went past him mr george lopez um (laughs) because this man freaking stole every single scene that he was in and i absolutely loved him he had me laughing my ass off in every single scene that he was in he was amazing as as uncle rudy um i freaking wanted more uncle rudy um and maybe it's just because it's george lopez and i freaking love this man um so yeah yeah george lopez is number one i'm sorry Oh, man. Okay.
1: There was only one person on this list that I would have been okay with you doing that, and you absolutely chose him. Okay. (laughs) Okay. All right. So, (laughs) understandable. Completely understandable. All
0: all is forgiven?
1: All is forgiven. Um. So, my number three and this is this was kind of a a a tough one, but I think i'm gonna give my number three to um carapax i think okay. he did an amazing job playing in an an intimidating villain um attempting to give jaime a uh a uh I don't know, like what he thought viewed as a a lesson. So, I mean, I mean, it was a tough one. It was a tough lesson, don't get me wrong. But I think, yeah, I think ultimately, I think this did, he did a really good job at at pulling off like the the bad guy vibe without going so overboard. Hmm. Um, yeah, and then when he, like, like the the ending when he, he takes Victoria and, like, drags her into the fire after blowing them up, like, that was just. That, that was insane. Can't, I
0: did not expect that. That was insane. I know, insane. that was, Dude,
1: that, somehow that felt more brutal than, like, just straight up killing her. <laughs>
0: oh, same here. Oh, yeah, I agree. I you like, mean you uh, literally being dragged shoot. to your death. Mm hmm. Like wild,
1: absolutely wild. Um, my number two though, I am going to be giving to George Lopez. Um, okay. I loved his performance; thought he was absolutely hilarious. Um, everything you said, and then my number one, I have to give to Zolo Duania, who played Jaime. I I thought I he's easily my favorite character from Cobra Kai. Um, and I think he, he gives a, a fantastic performance. Like everything that he, like I've seen him do and be in, he can give emotion so well. And I think he nailed it with this. Like, like I said earlier, the the scene where he's getting dragged away, while his father is in cardiac arrest, like is just heartbreaking, and that's like has so much to do with his performance in that scene. Agreed. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So where are you
0: sitting with uh with your acting score? Uh, this is definitely one of the highest for me because freaking everyone brings their A game here. Like everyone is so good, especially all of the Reyes family. They they're just so much fun to 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 watch, to interact, and just yeah. Um. So honestly, I probably say like an, you know I'm gonna go. We go
1: an eighty six. Yeah, this was so close to cracking 90 for me, but just didn't quite get there. Um so I'm actually going to be sitting at like an 89. Yeah. I I thought everyone's performance here was fantastic. Um I I think that everyone brought their A right game. And like you, like I said, I think the only people that brought it down for me was maybe maybe Jenny Cord, but I don't know if that was because she was given sh- kind of shit to do, or kind of what the deal was with that. Fair, yeah. So that is uh that is definitely where I'm sitting with that. All right, moving on over to character development. This was interesting. In terms of character development. Um, How so? So the the early motivations was Jaime felt like he was... I mean, everyone kind of said he was meant for more, right? But his ultimate goal was trying to get his family out of the situation that they were in. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if they pulled off that story that well. Um, This was... I think this was more of a shift in um, where the story was going. Where it was him try- like, trying to get himself into a situation where he could provide better for his family. And then, like I said, shifted into him trying to accept his role as, as a hero. Yeah. And then like, eventually he did that. And so it's just like the, the motivation or like what kind of pushed him forward was always protecting his family and his family was well protected. It's just, like I said, this is a tough one to score for me.
0: And you raised some very good points.
1: Yeah, and out of all of these I think this might be my lowest um, my lowest score unfortunately because I don't know if they they developed the character all that much because he was consistent in his viewpoints. Like he was consistently like on team family.
0: Yeah, I feel the way that I'm looking at his character development. It seems that a lot of his character development like happened before this movie even took place. Like before we saw the first, the, the first scene. so we're kind of trying to catch up with, with who Jaime is, Jaime is as a character. I mean, you know, we see how close he is with his family. And of course we see what happens of how he reacts to his, you know, his dad passing away. And so that's great character moments right there. Um, but I can definitely see where you're coming from. Um, just like I said, it, it feels like throughout the whole movie, we're trying to play catch up as to where we have like all of his character development that got him here has already happened. But we're still trying to, I guess, what's the word? I don't know the word I'm searching for. Um So I'm just going to reiterate what I said. Like, l- literally, we're paying, we're playing catch up throughout the whole movie as to where he is throughout the whole movie as a character. It, it kind of feels like we, it it feels like it started already with chapter one of a book and we got no, we got no prologue. Like, a prologue was absolutely absent.
1: Yeah. I I can definitely see that. Um, I mean, but despite that, I think what they, like, after the shift, after the, the shift in... Where you think his character's going? I think it it does do a pretty decent job. It's
0: not anything special though. Agreed. So, where where are you sitting with this? I mean, honestly, I'm probably with you. Like, probably like the lowest lowest score. Honestly, I like honestly. I'm sorry to say, I'm probably sitting at like a seventy eight. That's actually exactly where I was sitting too, oh shit, okay. <laughs> there we go, all right, I don't feel so bad anymore,
1: yeah, like I was I, while you were talking, I was trying to like decide, but yeah, it was good, slightly above average, like no, I can't even say slightly above it's barely above average, yeah, it's just it's it's movie origin syndrome. Where you have a character yeah. that's the same at the beginning that he is at the end. Yep.
0: And and while it's not necessarily a horrible thing uh, in a superhero origin movie, I kind of expect a little more. Yeah,
1: like that's. I mean, I feel like there's some instances where that can be the case. That where it's done better. You need to challenge yeah. that belief, though. Yeah. Like he. That, yeah. Did, absolutely he, agree. I don't think he ever like faltered with that. Even when Carapax was like your your love and your family makes you weak. Like I think that should have been something to drive his character a bit more. Maybe like he was trying to push his family away, but it, he yeah. it just seemed like he was still very heavily reliant on his family. Yeah. Which not a bad thing. It's just not where the character uh, where I felt he should have been.
0: Yeah, no, yeah, I absolutely agree.
1: Yeah. Alright, moving on over to effects.
0: This was damn good. No, like, seriously, and for the fact that the budget was only like $105 like, these were really good. Like, for a superhero movie, that is a super low budget, and... I was I was shocked of how good the effects were especially on the suit like god the suit looked fantastic
1: yeah i think what got me is there were like they had a freaking practical suit and i think that helped so much oh yeah oh absolutely agreed so i think yeah well, i mean you can't beat practical there's nothing no. you can do to beat practical agreed. Uh but Dude, I think, like, I can't think of anything just short of, like, people just getting, like, completely obliterated by someone's move. Like, when, uh, when the sister was, like, backhanded the dude with the power glove, like, and he just went, like, flying up against the wall. Like, that was freaking awesome. There wasn't. Was an- like I can't think of anything like the the freaking stunt work in this was incredible. It was it was so good. Yeah, so got to give some major props to that. Um but yeah, I mean the special effects too. Like they looked amazing. Yeah. Um dude, when he was transforming into
0: the suit for the first time, that was straight out of a freaking horror film dude seriously freaking when um it like started to crawl up to his 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 mouth and like take over like start going inside side of him freaking remind me of the freaking matrix like i'm like oh god yeah
1: dude no joke and it's just exactly <laughs> like did not like it but i i i loved how they handled some of that, those scenes where he um, is like panicking and he like grabs like a family picture and he like looks at his reflection and his eyes are like orange and just kind of like growing. And then all the, like the stuff, it looked like it was burning him. It it did. And like, so he's like sitting there screaming and everything and then like flipping out. And like, like I was Horrified. <laughs> Same here. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, even when like the suit was in like obvious CGI motion,
0: it didn't look bad. It it honestly didn't. Um, like even when Carapax is like it's Carapax, right? Yeah. Um, even when he's fully suited up, like honestly, that still looked pretty good, and like I said, the f- the fact that the the budget was I looked it up 104 million, like that is pr- that is I feel really low for a superhero film, and the fact that the effects were able to look this good, that's incredible. That is absolutely incredible. Yeah, especially compared to the freaking Flash.
1: Like, holy crap! Well, you got to throw the Flash under the bus. <laughs> okay, the flat you, you can't tell me like we freaking had a big old discussion about this. I, I the flashes I effects freaking sucked ass.
0: So I'm, but no, remember it's what An- Andy Muschietti said that they're supposed to look like that. That we're, is bullshit, and he fo- knows it. We're supposed to see, <laughs> we're supposed to see how Barry sees everything. That is bullshit, and he <laughs> but
1: he knows it. He knows that is absolute <laughs> horseshit. Oh man. In a movie where there are two people that look exactly the same,
0: you shouldn't have one that's obviously CGI. (laughs) I mean, I feel when they're in motion, yes, in some part. Okay. Sorry, getting off tangent with the Flash. There are points where I'll fully admit that, like, um, Youngberry doesn't look so great. But I feel that there are also parts where they're standing next to each other or interacting that I feel it actually looks super, super good.
1: Yeah, I agree. Guess what? They're standing still, Rose. That's not hard to do. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fine. (laughs) Nice try, though. (laughs) Thanks, man. I appreciate that. But uh, the only scene that I will point out as maybe, like, on the jankier side, and I wouldn't even say it was janky. I'd say it was pretty on par with, like, any of the Iron Man movies, um, is when he gets blasted out of the wall by Carapax, and then he, like, comes and flies up, and he has, like, his wings. Like, he was, like, super quick to kind of, like, fly up and be like, what was that? And I think that was, like, the only scene that stood out where I was like, like had a hint of like meh everything else right, though, fair enough like r- looked really good yeah and i mean i hope that they were able to use the practical suit like if they didn't use the practical suit for a lot of those scenes i would be shocked yeah um, I, I would definitely agree but, yeah, I think something that also helps is all of his weapons were energy-based. I mean, other than his blades. Um, but I think that maybe helped, too. Like, having yeah. the, the the wings. Because it's like, yeah, they're energy wings. They have to look fake.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: Um, so I think that might have helped a little bit. Um, and then, like, again, the stunt work. I know Zolo. He he does a lot of his own stunt work for Cobra Kai, and I think he did a lot of the stunt work for this film too.
0: That's freaking awesome!
1: Yeah, and it it freaking shows like the the physicality behind the character. Like, I I love what he's doing. All the like the flourishes with his uh, when he gets like the blades. And he, like, when he has, like, both, like, the the hand blades, and then he, like, puts them together to form that big-ass giant one, and then he's doing all the crazy moves with that, like... The
0: way he, like, glides it across the floor... I mean, they show this in the trailer, but when he glides it across the floor, and then freaking like, kicks it back up and puts it over his shoulder, I'm like, alright, yeah, that's badass. That is super badass.
1: (laughs) So, I... Honestly, I'm I'm fairly high with my with the effects score on this. Um, How high though? I Okay, docking for the one thing that I'm considering meh. Given major props for the stunt work and major props for anything else special effects wise that they threw in, I think I'm around I think I barely cracked 90. I was sitting at 89, but 89 just wasn't sitting right with me. So I'm sitting at a 90.
0: Fuck, man. I think I'm going to agree with you. (laughs) You son of a bitch. Freaking hate when that happens,
1: right? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, shit. All right, next up we got music.
0: I mean, this soundtrack wasn't half bad. No, I mean like I nothing really stood out for me. Um but Oh no, was wasn't bad. Did its job. Um that's really all I gotta say about it. Yeah.
1: I this is a tough one. I I'm sitting around like a seven or eight. I'm at a seven personally. At Seven. I can give yeah. you a seven.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah, unfortunately there's just nothing that's just blew me away by any stretch of the imagination, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, So, yeah. 7 out of 10 with that one. Uh, Moving on over to costumes. This
0: is pretty
1: damn good.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't know, but I'm at like a (laughs) 9 for like I've never even seen anything with blue beetle and I've got to say that costume looked freaking sweet. Um even the freaking when they showed like the original blue beetle costumes, those even looked really freaking cool. Um but just the one that Jaime wears, like I like even from the first teaser trailer, I'm like I'm getting like for some reason like hints of Iron Man a little bit and I think it's just because of the way the mask is. Um but like I mean there's nothing wrong with that um because the man, like the freaking costume looks so freaking cool it does
1: it like okay this this is something that like I'm gonna take a mental note of next time so like what I did with the with or what we did with the acting I'm also gonna do th- do that with the costumes especially if there's like a standout I um, like that okay. outfit I think we're gonna have like another one of those things that where we can like look at it but yeah, yeah, the the suit was awesome. Like, yeah, I, right, I, so good. I think a lot of the uh, the exoskeleton suits they have very Iron Man vibes to them. But I think this felt
0: pretty unique. And in- it did. Like on like like you said, like the only thing that I felt like maybe gave me a little Iron Man esque is the mask but i think it's just like i think it's kind of just the way of the shape it is and like especially towards like the jawline. but like other than that like it, it was so original so so creative and just looks so freaking cool i can't i can't say that enough of how freaking cool this suit looked yeah um
1: i like that it gave um it wasn't like a solid mask it like Moved when he would talk, Yes. And then like, I, yeah, you, like get, you get you get like some expression in the eyes, and the eyes weren't like basic Iron Man eyes. They it looked like they had like emotion behind them. It kind of yeah. had like Transformers vibes.
3: Ooh, yeah, like, with, I like that. With the
1: eyes, so like, it kind of had the 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 metallic look, but then like they were still like expressive. Yeah. Um. But I can definitely see where you're coming from with like the Iron Man because it, it did have like the little like straight point and kind of like outline the face in like with the blue and then the face was black um so it kind it definitely gave off some uh iron man vibes but yeah i think it worked out it did
0: it really really did
1: um i think another thing that w- that helped a lot too because i think it's hard to not get iron man vibes with a suit like that um was the the scarab on his back and how it had like the the like the beetle arms or whatever you want to call mm. those um sticking up from the top like off the the,
0: the backpack area.
3: <laughs> like, you I know, think I'm that kinda helped.
0: shocked that during the movie I never thought about this and I don't know why I just thought about it. But like I'm wondering if some people thought of like the iron spider um with those I mean, but like I said, like I never thought about it during the movie, so like it wasn't even noticeable at all. Like it, they made it its own. Yeah,
1: well, I mean, fair enough. I mean, so with, I you can definitely make that comparison, but I think with the Iron Spider, his kind of come up and like, it's like a hug, so it's like up and like off to the side that's like a good, this, where his that's a good point. are like up higher and like kind of come around his. That's a good point yeah that, that's a very good point i mean it's a it's a minor difference, but I think it's just distinct enough so it's not immediately triggering your like oh, that's from fricking spider man,
0: yeah, very true, yeah
1: so yeah i I can definitely give you um a nine Hell yeah. um i do I do gotta point out. <laughs> I didn't like George Lopez's costume. <laughs> in this. You didn't like his costume? The beard I could have let go. Okay. The hair was just uh, too much. A little too. M- yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Touche. Yeah, it like it bothered me anytime that <laughs> he turned around and I'd see that like nasty little little rat tail that he had. I'm like, oh, <laughs>
0: Why couldn't you have the clean cut like you did in George Lopez? <laughs>
1: uh, okay, for Crazy Uncle, I don't think a clean cut would have been the, the move. Eh, Touche. I think, like, you cut the rat tail, kind of give him, like, still give him that mullet look, and give him the crazy beard. I think that worked well enough for the character. It's just, you you can't do both. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Touche. Like it, it it, went to the point of cra- it passed the the line of Crazy Uncle into Grouse. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah, you know, fair enough.
1: Yeah, but I'm not dogging it too much because I still really liked him. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, costumes. I, like I said, definitely agree with you. 9 out of 10 on that one. Alright, last up we got our own personal score. So I think this is where there's going to be a a large
0: difference. <laughs> yes, I agree. So who's going first? I want to hear you I want to hear your thoughts first. Okay, all right. Gladly. Um so like overall I thought this was a good superhero origin story, but for me it's just good. Um like I loved the whole family aspect. I feel that's what brings it up for me. Um if it weren't for that, like I'd be a lot lower than I actually am. Um, but just, I I don't know. There's a lot of stuff here that I've already seen in an origin movie and I might've seen it just done a little better. Um, but what saves this is the freaking cast. Uh, like I said, the family aspect, um, there's a lot more good in here than there is bad when it comes to a superhero origin, uh, movie. Um, but I, I, I did have a good time. Um, I will definitely be watching it again, um, when it comes out on a on four K. Um So personally and Caleb's probably gonna kill me for this, but I'm at an eighty. Damn Yeah, sorry. I
1: I de I think I definitely enjoyed this movie a bit more than you. Um I know I did, but <laughs> I think This has been one of the more fun DC movies to date for me. Um, I really enjoyed Shazam uh, or Fury of the Gods. Yeah, I I really enjoyed that one. I had a blast with The Flash, like despite the issues it has. Um, And this is just one of those other ones that I, I had a really good time with um, going in and seeing like I would compare this my at least my level of enjoyment probably to Shazam I'll say the first Shazam where yeah. it was enough of a like a shock to the system because like we we got nothing but like dark DCEU for like a long time and then we get Shazam where it's like oh kind of nice and bright and cheery. And so, like, like I said, shock to the system with that, and I think that's the same thing with this. It was enough of a like a shock to the system that I was like, oh, like, like fantastic, like we're we're on a good track, yeah. And so, yeah, I am personally sitting around uh, in eighty seven.
0: With that, okay. I mean, honestly, I thought I expected you to be like eighty-nine or ninety. So that's actually lower than I thought you were going to (laughs) be. Yeah,
1: not, not quite, not quite. But it it was really good. Yeah. So I'm sorry my score dropped it so much. No, it's fine. All right, so. Going through these scores, starting off with story, we are sitting at an 81.5. Going on over to writing, we jumped up just a hair, sitting at an 84. Acting, we jumped up a little bit more, sitting at an 87.5. Character development was definitely the weakest part of this film, so we dropped down to a 78. Uh, The effects were really good, especially for the budget that this was given. Uh, So we are going to be giving this a 90. Uh, Music was probably as average as average can get. It did have some standouts, not too many of note. Um, so we were sitting at a 7 out of 10 with that. Um, the costumes were definitely a high point because the Blue Beetle outfit is perfection. Um, so we are sitting at a 9 out of 10 with that. And then our personal score, uh, me being the nicer of the two, uh, we averaged out to an 83 and a half. So, with that, the final All Bros letter grade for Blue Beetle has come out to a. A B. Okay. Yeah, it, and. It's a pretty s- sturdy B. Okay. Um, It's sitting at an 84.31, which is. I like that. Yeah. Not bad at all. Um. Personally, I wish it was a little bit higher, but I I can understand why. Sorry, no, it's my fault. I'm sorry. No, this is where it's like, because I mean, you were right on par with where uh, the percentage ended up being around. Like you're like it's it ended up lower for you, but I went higher than what it got. So it makes sense that like you'd be in more agreement than me. Okay. Um. Yeah, so comparing this to other uh, B-movies that we've reviewed, where the hell is it? Okay, so Blue Beetle sitting at an 84.31. That puts it below Avengers Age of Ultron. It is below Prey. It's below Christopher Robin. Uh, it's also below The Matrix Resurrections, and it is below Megan. Okay, wow. Uh, trying to see if there are any other super movies. Oh, it is. It is below the Flash. Personally, I'm okay with that. I know you're probably not, <laughs> dude. It is. It's seriously one percent lower. Exactly. Really? So oh, the funny. Flash is at an eighty-five point three one. Blue Beetles at an eighty-four point three one.
0: Dude, that's freaking hilarious, right? Oh, that's funny.
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah. Go in the opposite direction. Uh, this might be a little interesting. So it's above Solo, a Star Wars story. Uh, which All right. It is above Free Guy. It's above, yeah, it's above Thor Ragnarok. Wow. Yeah, um, let's see. Oh, it's above Sonic the Hedgehog.
0: Oh, that's, I'm very interested to see what
1: people think of that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we put it above No Hard Feelings. Okay. Trying to see what else, like, we put it above. Oh, damn. We put it
0: above James Gunn's Suicide Squad. What? (laughs) Oh, no, I'm sorry. I disagree with that. Uh, I know I can't disagree with these scores, but that's one that I disagree with. (laughs) Dude. What? Wow.
1: How did that happen? we
0: We gave the Suicide Squad that low? I
1: genuinely do not know how that
0: happened. <laughs> Holy shit.
1: All right, let me see if I can freaking find. <laughs> uh, that is insane. Suicide Squad, Suicide Squad. Where is it? Dude, where the f- hell? I don't remember where Suicide Squad <laughs> Was uh was Suicide Squad before or after Free Guy?
0: I saw it as before. Okay, was it before or
1: after Zack Snyder's Justice League?
0: Oh shit! I can't remember. It might have been before. Okay, hold up. I am going to try
1: this. Alright, the Suicide Squad and Blue Beetle. Okay. So I'm going to go through and you tell me which one you think is higher. Okay. Alright, so <coughs> starting off with Story: Suicide Squad. We actually gave it to Blue Beetle. Really? Okay, wow. Alright, Writing.
0: I would say Blue beetles higher.
1: we actually give it to suicide squad, God damn it, <laughs> all right acting I gotta say suicide squad it was it was close it's it's half a percentage difference uh, all right character development
0: I'm trying to think who we even did character development on in I know the it squad. it was
1: I think we ended up doing it on um. Idris Elba's character. Okay, so Blue Beetle. Yeah, we. Do. Yep, Blue Beetle's okay. higher. Effects. I want to say Blue Beetle. Yep. By one percent. Okay, shit. <laughs> Music. Suicide Squad. This one's kind of unfair because same score.
0: Wait, what? We gave the Suicide Squad soundtrack a seven. Yeah, what Dude, the hell is the, wrong
1: with this, us? The soundtrack for Suicide Squad wasn't
0: that good. It was, it was like at least an eight. It wasn't. What the hell was it, I? Th- it wasn't to, an, an eight. A, Yeah. Uh. Yeah. It was. You that out of opening your mind. song. That freaking opening song. Okay, one um, opening the, song. I got other examples. <laughs>
1: Okay, well, it was we gave it the same. Bullshit. <laughs> All right. Uh, costumes. Okay, Blue Beetle. Yep, we gave it to Blue Beetle. Uh, Suicide Squad, we gave an 8 out of 10. Okay. All right, and then our personal score.
0: I feel it's probably Blue Beetle.
1: We did give it to Blue Beetle. What did we give Suicide Squad? An eighty-one? What the fuck? I know. Did did who did we? Did we have someone on Suicide Squad? I don't. I don't <laughs> think we did. I think it was just the two of us. What the hell is wrong with us? Wait a minute. That that can't be true. That that can't be true. Oh crap! Where did I store all these? All right, hold on. I'm gonna look real quick because I'm like pretty freaking sure that uh, Suicide Squad Aha! We did have a guest on that one. It was the the Wheel of Horror guy.
0: Oh yeah! Alright, I got some words for him. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding, I'm kidding. All jokes. (laughs) <laughs> but I can't believe we gave it that low I want to retry I want to redo
1: a, It's 1% <laughs> I don't
0: care The fact that in my in, in my eyes That Blue Beetle is higher than the Suicide Squad I'm sorry that, that just can't be a world That I live in But unfortunately it has to be I will say the only thing that I'm like
1: Kind of disagreeing on is story I think. What did we give Suicide Squad? We gave it an eighty, yeah, which I mean, I kind of stand by. Of course, you do. It, it dude, it's freaking close. Like, <laughs> like don't get. I me give wrong. it like an eighty-three. It's, yeah, it's it's stupid close, <laughs> despite how. <laughs> what, you want to throw a bitch fit over it?
0: Uh, yeah, I will, I will gladly throw a bitch fit. I don't care. <laughs> now, see if it was just Suicide Squad? Oh, yeah. By all means, Blue Beetle is a freaking masterpiece compared to that movie. Um, but James Gunn's the Suicide Squad? I'm about to throw hands. I'm just saying. Yeah. That's fair. <laughs>
1: So, so some
0: wild shit happened this episode. <laughs> yep. No kidding. Um but yeah, that's um, all I got. Alright, cool. Well, um before uh fists start a flying um <laughs> that definitely uh concludes this week's episode. Um if you like what you heard and want to hear more <coughs> excuse me, uh be sure to subscribe uh to us wherever you listen to podcasts. We are damn near everywhere. Uh, Spotify, Google Play, iHeartRadio, all that fun stuff. Uh, if you want to check out our social media where you can um, answer our question of the week, recommend movies to us to break down for our mini breakdowns, stuff like that. Uh, you can find us at uh, Facebook, where we are facebook.com forward slash TheAllBros. Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at TheAllBros. Or if you prefer to contact us through email, we are channel at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to check out our merch store, you can find it at tpublic.com forward slash the all bros. I almost said teespring. I almost said teespring. And if you want to check out our website, uh, you can do so at tinyurl.com forward slash the all bros. Uh, next week on the podcast. Goodbye, Sam. Thanks for tuning in. Um, next week on the podcast Just because me and Caleb have had a change of heart We're going to try something different here We're actually going to be breaking down Fast X uh, Next episode Do bullshit so... <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Don't you <laughs> Don't you freaking dare oh, I just want to see your reaction <laughs> uh, I got talked into that And is... you know what I'm glad I did it <laughs> Your reaction was fantastic Cold day in
1: hell (laughs) Who told you to do that
0: What Who told you to do that (laughs) One of my employees (laughs) Oh man That That was Worth it Oh, I was like, was... dude,
1: because I, I know what we're talking about next week. I was like, what the hell does it mean, change of heart? <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I was like, okay, doing this from the the gig. Get- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're, you're, <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, you got me. <laughs> uh, I, yeah. um, but no, okay, next week uh, we'll be we'll be breaking down uh, Wes Anderson's Asteroid City. So, I f- this one, I feel, has like been, like, con- not controversial, but, like, it seems like people either love it or hate it. Um, and many people have called it, like, <laughs> if, like, you're not a Wes Anderson fan, um, a lot of people have said, like, this is one of the most boring movies that they've ever seen. Uh, Uh-oh. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I'm a huge Wes Anderson fan, so we'll see. Um, yeah, so this is going to be interesting. I haven't seen it yet. Um have you have you watched it yet, Caleb? Not yet. Okay. So this this is going to be very interesting. Um. But yeah. Anyway, uh, you can uh, look forward to that uh, on the next episode. But until then, this has been the All Bros Podcast. I am Jonathan, and I'm Caleb, and we will catch you guys next week. <clears throat> so long. I tried to do a voice. So long. <laughs> Deuces.